Please stay tuned. You with Sirius FM 105.7, your number one station in the East Rand. Yes, uh, your number one station in the East Rand, uh, Sirius FM. There's so much happening around the country. And, you know, I'll tell you something about Rafi Hassan. Also, when the, the, uh, the new democracy or the new democracy was ushered in, Rafiq was at the forefront. He was there. He had his party. Yeah, him and Dr. Imtiaz Suleiman, the Muslim party, African Muslim party. And, uh, you know, he gave us a story about that. But so much happening, uh, Rafiq, in this uh, world of ours, uh, the chaos, the power, you know, the looting, the burning, many losing uh, businesses, the fear, the paranoia in communities uh, where the brave men are coming to the fore. And, uh, you know, when we look at it uh, during these times and, uh, you know, where we, maybe our focus is going away from uh, the Hajj and the principles of Hajj and looking at Ibrahim alayhi salam, Hajra alayhi salam, an institution uh, that uh, can be used uh, for our purposes, an institution that it can be even used uh, to conscientize Africa, who was age uh, Hagar, who was Hajra alayhi salam, and uh, the institution to show that Islam was uh, or it, uh, evolved from a non-racist uh, society, that there is a mix with Ibrahim alayhi salam and the, you know, Maria the Copt, Bilal, Hazrat Bilal. And uh, we as Muslims, have we missed uh, something, Rafiq? Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And tell me how you're doing this fine, beautiful morning. Alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, I always say we must be thank and praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala no matter what our situation and condition will survive. And yes, we know where we get up uh, this morning, as you know, uh, where we are, Ifri, our institute, we are right in the middle of Phoenix. And you know, we've been in the news uh, yesterday, last night, Peggy Kale, Minister, uh, police was here in our area, you know, a whole lot of tensions and interracial tensions mixed with the with the looting that was going on here. And he brought in, uh, you know, some members of the army. Look, what, what you are saying a very important point. And I think let's begin by saying, let's prefix everything by saying, we all know that uh, we were sitting on a time bomb just that we didn't know when it's going to explode. Uh, but we, we knew it was always there. Everybody knows South Africa is the most uh, unequal society, one of the most unequal societies in the world. You know, the big gap between the haves and the have-nots. And I think we must just say it as it is before I, you know, answer you how the Hajj and the life of Ibrahim Alisham and our Prophet uh, we're going to learn from this. I think it's a very important point to bring uh, about how to relate this uh, with with these, you know, uh, the patriarch, even Jews, Muslims, and Christians regard Abraham, peace be upon him, as the patriarch. In this is Zulu, Baba Mkulu, you know, he is our grandfather, uh, who we all look up to, um, and the Prophet as the final messenger and the best example of who came and completed even the message of Ibrahim Alaihissalam. He followed in the footsteps of Abraham, peace be upon him. But I think we should end up by saying that, uh, you know, that this government, this ANC government, uh, failed to deliver. You know, they, they had 25 years, and we have to say it as it is, Brother they, they The gap got bigger. The services, uh, or, you know, the, the condition of the people actually worsened in many areas 
uh, worse than during apartheid area. I'm talking about living conditions. Apartheid evil was racial discrimination. I think the evil that entered the, with the ANC government uh, was the the, the 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 feeling of entitlement, the BEE, the black empowerment, entitlement of creating a black elite, a a, a millionaire, uh, uh, you know, black emergence of the, uh, not just the middle class, but a, an, an elite, you know, rich, uh, fat cat group. Uh, and this is, uh, and it, it forgot about the people on the ground uh, on whose uh, uh, ticket and voting they, they came into power and responsibility to look after them. So I think this is uh, what happened. And then this third force, the uh, agent provocateur that took hold of this uh, uh, situation, they, they used it, uh, you know, in a wrong way. Uh, and we are in the current position we are sitting in where uh, the country, you know, is, is in a real mess and, and, and a worrying situation of, uh, you know, how long we're going to get out of this mess, uh, you know, will we be able to do it in time before another catastrophe hits us. But let's go to Ibrahim alayhi salam. What I, I think, Brother Shafat, what we can learn from the life of Ibrahim alayhi salam and the Prophet Salam and all the Prophets, is that they also suffered hardship. They also lived in poverty. They also went through deprivation. They, to the extent that if you take the one big two things I'm going to mention relating to our life and the life of Hajar Ali Salam and Ibrahim Ali Salam, you know, people are talking about we want the resources and we want to ownership of, uh, of everything and what, 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 this entitlement and ownership. We own nothing. If you, uh, what these prophets came to teach us, we own nothing. We're going to leave it all and go. All those big fridges and those big television screens that were looted and stolen, are you going to put it in your grave? Is it going to go with you there? And even if you want to push it in, and I don't push it past some of them uh, with the mentality that the ignorance that is being displayed, uh, you know, because this is, this is ignorance running amok here. Uh, uh, so it's not going to help. They haven't learned that lesson. Uh, and what these prophets came to teach us, that two wrongs don't make a right. What the prophets came to teach us, this life is temporary. Our goal in life is not bread and butter and becoming a millionaire. Unfortunately, the media has also been fanning this, uh, you know, uh, that uh, they show you a successful individual is behind a nice car and a half-naked woman is there advertising that car. That is success. So they are putting all these false images and taking us off the main purpose of life. And our purpose on life is not the material thing, Brother Shafat. Our material, our purpose in life is to worship one God and to live in peace and harmony with one another. That is the purpose of life, uh, you know, in a moral way. The Prophet Abraham had to make three hijras. You know what a hijra means? Live alone having, a, a, you know, food in your home. He had no home. He had no stable home. He had to keep moving. Born in Ur of the Chaldeans, which is Mesopotamia, which is called Iraq today. He had to leave and uh, uh, move from there to this place called Canaan, which is Palestine today. Then there was famine in Canaan. He couldn't feed his own people of Canaan, uh, you know, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Hittites. They were having problems. There was no food. There was starvation. There was famine. He had to go to Egypt. They had to move towards Egypt. 
being uprooted, uprooted. Leave alone talking about owning a country and owning a house. They had no proper house, stable place to live. They didn't have a stable home life. Always on the move. Back from Egypt, he gets his first son at 85 years old, and he marries an African woman from Africa, Hajra Ali Salam, and he gets his first son, Ismail Salam, and then God commands him, take this baby and the mother, Hajra Ali Salam, and go now into the wilderness of Arabia. Again, another move, another migration. He was like a refugee, traveling and traveling, a great prophet of God, you know? You mean uh, he was, wh- what what land he wanted? And you know what? Here's the TKO I'm going to give you, Brother Shafat. He was told, when he was told to leave from uh, Ur of the Chaldeans in Mesopotamia, God told him, I will send you to a land, I will, a land that will be inherited by your children, your, 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 your children who come after you, your progeny, I'm going to give you a land there. Ibrahim salam never even lived in that land. He wasn't interested in ownership of that land. Today, it's all about ownership. He was interested in bringing people to the oneness of God and living. God is one, humanity is one. Black, blue, Indian, Chinese, we are one humanity. God is one. Let's live morally and live a moral and upright life. That was the message. The Prophet was the exact example of that. He also was born an orphan. He was, if you may use the word, you know, uh, dispossessed. He was, uh, you know, uh, uh, deprived. If you want to use all those words materially from a material point of view. But he also had to leave. They want to kill him. He also, his first, his disciples, his followers had to move. They had to make, uh, you know, uh, refugees. They became refugees in Ethiopia. Then they had to become refugees from there, go to... He was on the move. He always, on, you know, not stable in a material point of view, but not interested in ownership and entitlement, but interested in bringing law and order, unity and harmony uh, in society. We must learn these lessons from these great prophets. I tell you, Rafiq, absolutely, mashallah, bringing in the story of Ibrahim alayhi salam. Not once, but thrice, he moved on, people. And uh, Rafiq says some people are captured with uh, the mentality of, yeah, looting flat screens and uh, goma goma sofas, and perhaps they think they'll put it in their graves too. Hey, wake up, people. Get a wake up. Smell the coffee. Rafik, are your parting words this morning? Well, we must make dua. We in the, in the, in the first 10 days of the last month of the Islamic calendar, Hijjah, which is a sacred month, it is the month of Hajj, as you say, we, unfortunately, due to this COVID, this is the second year the Hajj is under lockdown too. But all I'm saying is these are very important days in the Islamic calendar. What we need is God's, Allah's intervention. Let's pray, all of us, no matter what religion we are. Let us put our mind and heart together and pray that peace and harmony and the rebuilding and healing of this nation starts. These are the days, uh, appointed days, when, uh, when uh, you know, prayers are answered, uh, when Allah can intervene. Let's use this time, uh, you know, profitably, uh, you know, so that uh, we can get this country back uh, away from these, uh, you know, destabilizers and these angry, uh, mindless and rudderless and, and, and directionalness uh, people who took this uh, uh, on the brink. You know, unfortunately, the government is getting its act back. Fortunately, people are coming to the senses. Uh, we always have hope. Let's work together to rebuild. Amin, Asumah, Amin, Rafiq, you have a mashallah day ahead. Talk to you soon and assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
Yes, uh, Rafiq Hassan uh, definitely giving us food for thought uh, this morning. But Alhamdulillah, Himmat and Naharo, because when you've got Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with you, when you have uh, the ayat of Wa'atillah, Wa'atillah, Rasul, Obey Allah and Obey Messenger, Inshallah, Allah can bring about changes. He can give his eyes also. Time for us to go for a break. When you get back, Abu Bakr Sidat will be joining us on Muslim News. Broadcasting live from the East Rand, this is Sirius FM. 24 hours a day, sharing the peace and light of Islam. www.suriusfm.net